are Locked On Astros, your daily Houston Astros podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am Locked On Houston Astros, and I hope that you join me for a daily Locked On Astros podcast. My name is Eric Heisman. You can find me on Twitter at EricTalkStros. You can find the show at Locked On Astros. Your team, every day. You can get Locked On Astros on the brand new podcast Snap Himalaya, as well as Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. And when you get in your car, tell your smart device played podcast, Locked On Astros. So yesterday we had Ben DeBose on, and that was really, really great. But I'm also glad to have Will Moriarty back on the show. And Will, where can they find you at? Uh, they can find me on uh, Twitter, Eric, at uh, Will Moriarty 86. That's at Will Moriarty 86. So what a great performance tonight by Garrett Cole. He did not have his best stuff. He did not even have his semi-best stuff, but he still had enough to silence the powerful Yankee bats. I know he walked five hitters. I know that he loaded the bases in the first inning, and he retired the side without allowing any runs to score. It wasn't his typical high strikeout game where he absolutely dominated it, but at the same time, he was very dominant. He did not allow the Yankees to score any runs in seven innings. He did have seven strikeouts, and it was just a great all-around game. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's, it's it's kind of funny when, when Garrett Cole notches a strikeout per inning and you're like, wow, that's almost disappointing. I mean, that, that tells you how amazing and how dominant uh, he has been for, for the entire season. But today was really, I think, more kind of like meet the new boss, same as the old boss for the Astros. They rode one of their co-aces to a victory, and the offense, you know, just kind of got it done enough. <laughs> you know, um, I, I think you're still seeing some of the same guys have had some disappointing results so far this postseason at the plate kind of continue that it was it was good to see reddick make solid contact and uh, and hit one out that was good but uh but yeah today just seems to me to have been uh kind of what you can uh, what you can expect when garrett cole takes the hill and that is the astros are gonna win i do want to make a disclosure to your uh listeners the same disclosure i made to you eric that uh, that I actually did not get a chance to see the game or sit down and watch it. I was following along on Twitter, but uh, I did uh, have some personal business to attend to this afternoon. So, so I just wanted to disclose that. But uh, but yeah, Garrett Cole got it done. Yeah, since May 23rd, but he is 19-0 and with a 1.59 ERA. He has a .81 whip. He has a 13.71 strikeout per nine innings pit. The Astros are 23-2 and in those 25 starts. And he has... 32 strikeouts so far this postseason, and that's the third most by a pitcher in his first three starts to begin a postseason uh, ever. Uh, so the first was Bob Gibson in 1968 with 35, and then good old Cliff Lee in 2010, he had 34, and that's from ESPN Stats. So that just shows how dominant that Garrett Cole has been, and I know uh, we're going to talk a lot about the bats in this uh, episode but without Garrett Cole and Justin Verlander, this team would not have gotten this far. That just shows how dominant these guys are and how much the other teams need to fear this 
this uh, rotation. Now, necessarily, Zach Greinke, I think he's going to do good uh, in his start. I think that when you have Garrett Cole and Justin Verlander, and you have to face them twice in a uh, seven-game series, that's almost four wins right there. So uh, I know that's that's assuming a lot, and uh, as we saw in game two, sometimes it doesn't happen right away. Sometimes it happens at the end of the game. But Justin Verlander kept them in that game, and they allowed them to get that walk-off homer. But Carlos Correa came back and had a so-so bad day again at the plate. But that's just what Carlos Correa is at this point. He's going to have some great games. He's going to have some bad games, but overall, you have to be very encouraged with what we've seen from Jose Altuve. He had his fourth homer of the postseason, and he's just going crazy, and uh, I just it's amazing how good this guy is, and it reminds us how hurt he was last year because he wasn't playing like this in the playoffs, and that's partially why the Astros did not uh, advance is because when your best hitter is hurt then you, you can't uh, hit especially when you have people like George Springer this season and Jordan Alvarez and then uh, Carlos Cray is still struggling even though he had that big game but the offense is very worrisome yeah it's uh it, it's something where you, you do kind of uh, wonder if, if it's going to be enough um in those, like you alluded to, those non-Verlander, non-Cole uh, starts, uh, you're seeing a, a bit, I think, of a better approach from the guys, uh, especially really on through the uh, from the Rays series on through the first couple of games of the uh, the LCS. I think you're seeing a lot of pressing. You were seeing a lot of perhaps guys either thrown out of their element uh, a little bit of just kind of thrown off the game by the Rays pitching staff or just kind of kind of maybe just a little shocked by you know finally uh, finally facing good pitching for the first time in a few weeks but they were just kind of off and uh, trying to make things happen and there's, there's kind of a chicken and the egg thing to it when you're a team that, that's struggling at the plate you kind of press and sometimes when you press that kind of exacerbates the struggles a little bit uh you saw uh, i tweeted out the other day the very abnormal strikeout to uh, to walk rates that some of the Astros hitters uh, were posting at that point in the uh, in the postseason, just to me that indicates that that you're looking at guys who are expanding the zone or have been expanding the zone or have been trying to make things happen, perhaps a little too aggressively, rather than just kind of sit back and, and wait for the good one to do something with. So hopefully uh, the, the kind of calming down. You know, at the plate continues. Hopefully, uh, the Astra hinge and the, you know uh, hitting instructors are able to kind of uh, you know encourage the uh, the team to just take smarter at bats and just kind of make the Yankees pitchers get you out as opposed to getting yourselves out because you don't want to just be giving the New York Yankees out. Yeah, for sure. So, guys, we're going to have to take a break, and I have some alarming stats I'm going to go ahead and give you after the break. But you've been listening to Locked on Astros podcast. Remember, get the show every day. Subscribe to Locked on Astros on the new Himalaya podcast app or Apple Podcasts. Download Himalaya to App Store and subscribe to Locked on Astros. Listen in your car to or from work every day. The postseason is brought to you by Vivid Seats. Do you have tickets for Game 6 and 7 of the ALCS? Well, what about the World Series tickets when you come out? Well, you can go to Vivid Seats and get all those seats whenever you want to. 
With Vivid Seats, you can find your favorite seats at your favorite live event. Vivid Seats offers great prices and easy purchase experience as well as in-app loyalty programs. With award statuses ranging from MVP to Hall of Famer, customers can earn between 10% and 16% credit on all their purchases through the app for the month of October. Go to the App Store or Google Play and download the Vivid Seats app. Fans are automatically enrolled in the Vivid Seats Rewards Loyalty Program and will enjoy credits on their purchases as as well as part of the Vivid Seats reward. All Vivid Seats confirmed orders are backed by a 100% guarantee. So do you want to be there while the Astros clinch in Game 6 or Game 7 of the ALCS and head off to their second World Series in three years? Then you got to go to Vivid Seats and get your seats there. Hey guys, let's talk about sex. Really good sex. Remember the good old days when you're always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance, get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up. BlueChew.com. That's blue, like the color blue. BlueChew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients such as Viagra and Cialis so you know that they'll work. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. And since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill. So you can always be ready whenever the opportunity arises. Now, this isn't just for guys who can't perform. It's for any guy who wants the extra function to enhance their performance in the bedroom. Blue Chew is prescribed in line and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package. So no in-person doctor's visit, no waiting in pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. They're made in USA, and since Bluetooth prepares and ships directly, they're cheaper than pharmacy. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit Bluetooth.com and get your first shipment for free when you use our special promo code MLB. Just pay the $5 in shipping. Again, that's Blue, B-L-U-E, Chew.com, promo code MLB to try it for free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, and faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring the podcast. All right, welcome back to the Locked On Astros podcast. My name is Eric Heisman. You can find me on Twitter at Eric Talk Astros. You can find the show at Locked On Astros. Your team every day. And I'm being joined by Will. Where can they find you, Will? You can find me uh, on Twitter, Eric, at, at Will Moriarty 80s. And the Astros, today's game, they were 0 for 8 with runners in scoring position. They left a total of 10 runners on base. Three of them were in the first inning on when they loaded the bases, but they did get that Jose Altuve homer. In this series, the Astros are one for 19 with runners in scoring position. And that included a, I forgot how bad the Astros offense was in game one, a 0 for 1 with runners in scoring position. That's pathetic. That means that only once did you get a runner to second base. It That's just pathetic, and it's just something that you're really surprised that you're up 2-1, to one, that you can credit the pitching, you can credit the clutch hitting, and uh, like we saw today, uh, they didn't drive in anybody with runners in scoring position, but they still managed to score four runs, and when Garrett Cole's on the mound, that's enough. And so I know Josh Reddick got his first start today. I think you talked about it earlier, but he got his first homer of the postseason as well, and uh, that kind of it didn't put the game out of reach. I think a two nothing lead at Yankee Stadium is nothing, but it did help Garrett Cole just kind of okay. I've got some leeway just in case I struggle a little bit. But uh, he was struggling with his command. Also, Jordan Alvarez is struggling with the strike zone, and he's just swinging at everything. Um, he made some contact today, but it wasn't good enough. And hopefully, this guy is gonna 
break out because a lot of, like even Brandon said on talking shows, what if you bench him? And I'm like, okay, who are you going to put in? I led Ms. Diaz. And he hasn't really done too much. Jake Marisnik, Kyle Tucker. I mean, there's really not that many options. The Astros, it is what the Astros, it is. The, he is the Astros DH. And unless there's some matchups that favor led Ms. Diaz, I would rather have Alvarez in the lineup any day. Yeah, I, I don't. Uh, I mean, I, I just don't really think there are a whole lot of options, rather for AJ Hinch right now, uh, rather than to uh, to play your best play. I mean, if if Jordan Alvarez uh, isn't going to kind of break out of this slump in time, um, then you know it just doesn't happen, and that sucks. But I, I don't think uh, it's, it's something where you want to bring in Ledmus Diaz D eight uh, or or something because first of all you, you might I mean I, I think if anything it would make a little more sense to probably uh, put Diaz in in the outfield to uh, you know to to give you perhaps a, a better hitting option than Reddick or, or Tucker but but you're I, taking a step I mean, back I, defensively that's the only problem and when you're trying to win these yeah. close games you want you don't want your a terrible outfielder out there and uh, no, no offense to Diaz, but I haven't really seen him play that much in outfield. And if he's playing the left field, it may not be that big a deal. But I don't want to lose the game because we're trying to get his bat in there. Yeah, but one wonders. I mean, it, this is one of those situations in in baseball, like where you you have to wonder about the uh, the unseen consequences. I mean, you know, how many big innings perhaps didn't happen uh, because of the struggles thus far of of Josh Reddick and of Kyle Tucker. Um, you know, so I I don't really. I mean, I I don't know if I if I just use the the defense reason as. Uh, as a reason to keep Reddick in, in, in these ball games, as far as starting, um, I just, I'm, I'm kind of on the, the mindset, not just of Alvarez, but, uh, you know, everybody wants to talk about, well, I mean, you know, Correa has been rough. Okay. Who else are you going to put there? <laughs> I mean, uh, Hey, Jack Mayfield, I mean, it, it, <laughs> we can, uh, put, yeah, yeah. we could put Correa on the IL and yeah, then bring yeah. up Jack Mayfield. Exactly. I mean, you gotta kind of, um, yeah, I mean, you you roll with uh, you know with with your key guys at this point, and um, it it may be the case that there are enough hitters struggling on this Astros team, and uh, just enough you know, and enough not just poor plate approach, but enough bad luck and randomness combining in with that to where uh, the offense just isn't really going to rebound uh, in the next couple of weeks. Uh, and hey, well, 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 that- we got breaking news. We got breaking news. The nationals are going to the world series. They have just beat yep. the Cardinals. And I don't know what, where, why the Cardinals were even there in the first place, but they're going to the world series. I can imagine that all nationals fans are like, Really pumped up right now. This is the first time in a while. So uh, this is a running joke I've kind of been telling to some of my friends. But uh, it took them getting rid of Bryce Harper to get to the World Series. And uh, I'm really glad for the team. But at the same time, I'm really scared of that. We're probably not going to have a lot of time to really discuss that concept. But I did want to talk a little bit about the upcoming pitching matchups. Because we know that tomorrow's game is kind of iffy yeah. because of the rain. So uh, I was having this conversation with Brandon on Talking Strohs. So let's say that the tomorrow's game is postponed. So they move the game four back to Thursday. Then they move game five back to Wednesday. Sorry, Friday. 
and then that would mean that Saturday and Sunday would be game six and seven like normal. Would you, if you were AJ Hinch, even the idiot Hinch, would you go ahead <laughs> and put Zach Greinke in as the game four starter if the game is pushed back? Uh, he'd be on regular rest, I believe. Yes, he so, would. So, yeah, why not? I mean, why not? That, Like I said, even Greinke hasn't looked uh, amazing, uh, especially in his last start as far as the postseason. But, um, but that you know, it, it goes back to what we were talking about in the last topic regarding the offense. I mean, these, these are your guys. There aren't I – mean, I mean, what are you going to do? Are you going to run – a bullpen game out there instead of cranky on full rest. I mean, I, I don't think that's, that's just not, I, I don't really think the Astros are set up to be a, you know, a, a bullpen game type of team. I think, I think there are uh, some ball clubs that have been doing this, uh, you know, the opener thing and the, you know, the, the relying heavily on the bullpen thing and the Astros are, are still for a really progressive ball club as far as analytics in many ways. The, the Astros and AJ Hinch are still a pretty traditional as far as their view of starting pitchers uh, throwing at least well, at least five, uh, preferably six or seven innings, especially in the postseason. So, um, yeah, I, I would think that uh, Granke on regular rest in a delayed game four is the obvious play. And so the problem with that situation is you're going to have to have a bullpen game at some point, a.k.a. have Jose Aquiti start. Um, that could be if you're going to put uh, Grinky in at game four on Thursday – then technically you can bring back uh, Justin Verlander for game five at Yankee Stadium. And then you can have uh, Garrett Cole on game or no Garrett Cole on regular rest would have to be on Sunday. So you would have to have Garrett Cole on Sunday and then Saturday would be a bullpen game. Or you can have the bullpen game on Friday. Uh, hopefully, Grinky gets the win. So you're just kind of like, okay, well, if we win this game, we win this game. If not, we got Justin Verlander and Garrett Cole at home. So there's a whole lot of things to consider. But one of the things about the uh, game being rained out tomorrow is the Yankees rely a lot on that bullpen. And just imagine having to use that bullpen because, you know, one, one of those games could be a bullpen game for them. And they also like to pull their starters a little early. So just imagine having to go four games in a row with no off day. How much will that wear out that Yankee bullpen? Uh, you would uh, you, you would think it certainly uh, plays into the Astros' hands. Uh, how much will it really um, wreck the, the Yankees? We'll see. Um, it, it might very well uh, you know pose a problem for them later in the series. But then again. Uh, I'm I'm sure this you know Aaron Boone probably didn't factor in uh, an extra off day for his bullpen um, going into this series, and he still you know had a game plan of relying very heavily on it. So I uh, I, I think the, the you know the, the the prudent thing to do is to uh, expect the Yankees bullpen to be uh, their usual effective selves. So, guys, uh, we're going to have to end this podcast, but I want to do our predictions like we typically do. And I think the Astros are going to win tomorrow's game. It's going to be a ugly game. It's going to be a 6-5 to five victory for the Astros. What do you think, Will, if they play? Oh, I, I would think uh, the Arcidi starts uh, tomorrow. Uh, let's give it to the Yankees 6-5, to five, but it's nothing I'm really committed to. 
so you're just taking my score and just reversing it. So there's no create creativity there. There's no originality. You're just taking it's what I made. It's far too late in the evening <laughs> to use my brain, Eric. All right, guys. That's all we got for I'm tonight's old. Locked On Astros podcast. Thanks for listening. And remember, you can subscribe to the show on the new Himalaya podcast app, as well as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. And when, they get in, when you get in your car, tell your smart device played podcast, Locked On Astros.